Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Hey, everybody, and welcome to The Bachelorette Rehab Up. I'm Amy, here as always with the lovely Haley Strong. Haley, how are you doing tonight? You know what? I'm ready to just get all of my stuffed animals together and ignore you for the next hour. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Sounds like a nice evening. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Um, but I won't do that. Um, you know what? We're, we're, we're doing a tag team today. I know. I'm so excited. I think that's pro- proper wrestling terminology. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, I'm excited to bring back best friend of the podcast, Mari Forth. Mari, how are you doing? Hey, guys. And I will raise your uh, having a teddy bear and ignoring Amy with pummeling Amy with said teddy bear. Um, because that's just a natural progression of dates, apparently. Uh, <laughs> I need to go to build but, a bear real quick and just yeah. get some kind of thing to defend myself. <laughs> because obviously that's exactly where we're going and that makes sense um so glad to be back um i feel like i continue my streak of just impeccable timing uh this was one of my favorite episodes of the season for numerous reasons and i can't wait to dive into it with you guys but of course i can't do it alone no it can't be just the three of us (laughs) what fun would that be i I mean besides a ton of fun but. Exactly. We I needed backup. I needed backup this time. I needed my my tag team partner, my co-host, my better half, if you will, Mr. Matt Scott. Matt, how's it going? <laughs> I was with you until you said your better half, Mari. That would <laughs> yeah, no, but it's great, and I'm happy to be here. I I am new to the Bachelorette-ish. <laughs> I've only watched a few episodes here and there until um, a few days ago when I dove deep in and immersed myself into this world. I have 29 pages of notes. Oh my and, god! I haven't read um, 29 pages of notes in the seven years we've been doing it. <laughs> it's, it's been a, it's been a yeah, trance. Total. Most of it could go in the garbage, but a lot of it is useful. Um, one note I have here is that one of you said something to the effect of that, that you would listen to me and Mari emulate dripping water. What? What? what <laughs> <is it? laughs> I don't know why that's in my notes. Yeah. But that was a great like shout it. out. 
I like it. I like it. Yes. I don't remember us saying that, but it absolutely sounds like something <laughs> oh, we would. Say. I remember. Yes. I, and that's what this twenty-nine pages is all about. Actually, that takes up one whole page. So they're the plug you know, for your podcast. It's like, oh, let me take yeah. these detailed notes. <laughs> if you guys have had like a, a poster for your podcast, you can put oh, that yeah. as like the you know the, like the, one of the, the, one of one of the reviews. Stuff. Yeah, the reviews. Yeah. <laughs> I can picture it now. <laughs> <laughs> we're so excited to have you are you trying to tell ever. us that you haven't been a lifelong bachelor <laughs> bachelorette fan look here's what happened so i grew up watching like my favorite show growing up was flavor of love and mm-hmm. i was in the of love genre and so i think that kind mm-hmm. of like that was my experience one once I had that, I, I had to get away from the bachelor bachelorette life because I had Brett Michaels and, and Flava Flav and like New York. And you know what? It, like this would have been overwhelming. I would have been a completely different person if I was a bachelorette stan or a bachelor stan for that matter. <laughs> You're like, I'm not we were, ready we to would let all these shows. People. Yeah. Not ready to let them define your personality. So you had to veer mm-hmm. away. <laughs> That's right. It was like an intervention kind of moment. And I, I, I ran away from it. I ran as fast as possible until now. Now I'm back. Um, it's almost like I'm, I'm on the racetrack in a BMW doing uh, Tokyo drift type of moves. That's me back in the dating show game. I don't know. Dating shows. <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. Mm-hmm. Well, we always Useless love when states. we can get. Yeah, we love when yeah. we get that fresh perspective. So this is going to be exciting. Oh yeah, because yeah, we're this- like we're like old hats at this point. We we've seen we've seen it all. But so I'm so excited to like hear your fresh perspectives and like, did you enjoy the season so far? Are you gripped? Who are you enjoying? Who are you liking? Who do you hate? Who do you love to hate? Tell me everything. Oh my yeah. gosh, Matt, you're start? on the other side. You're like on the other side of the table from. You know, I know we're, you- we're normally the ones who are getting fresh perspectives on wrestling, and now. We're getting your fresh perspective on The Bachelorette. So, yeah, that's awesome. I, I think that part of it that's cool is that I really feel like watching it with my fresh perspective, I feel so young, like, <laughs> yeah. so fresh, um, is that it's kind of given me this view of like uh, looking at the edit, like who's who's going to make it far, mm-hmm. who's not going to make it far. And like a few people stood out to me. I first of all, um, you know, Chris G, who, 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 well, I don't want to spoil anything uh, from, from this episode yet, but uh, I thought Chris G looked like one of the Calafiori Calif- brothers. Oh, I, or maybe that's Chris God. S. I don't know. They all look this. I don't, one of them. Um, <laughs> the one uh, with the beard or the beard. one without the beard? Uh, the one without the beard. So okay, that's, so that's Chris, Chris S. S. That's Chris S. The new villain. Shows S what for I Snake. Know. That shows what I know. So, uh, or maybe it was the other one. See, I couldn't tell you. Anyway, uh, I kind of, uh, honestly, I don't know who I like. I just think that, um, you know, Clayton, Brandon, Rick, Nate, even Olus seem like standouts to me, but uh, Mm -hmm. like is a strong word week to week. It's really an evolution with these guys. It's it's a journey. It is. A journey. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, I think the the producers will love that you called out Clayton. Because, right. Because <laughs> um, they haven't been doing a good job at calling out Clayton. 
No, but he yeah. is. Yeah. I can't. I still can't get over the ruler spanking. And I look. I I've heard some of the conversation about him. Honestly, he he's nothing special to me. He's tall. He has muscles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's great, right? That's a, yeah, a bit of a beautiful gown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something yeah, for so, uh, he, He's the least exciting though. I didn't call him out because I liked him. I just called him out because it seemed like he didn't like literally i wrote in my 29 pages of notes here um from the first episode who didn't look dumb and he was on my list of people who didn't look dumb despite the ruler spanking so that's <laughs> that's where he stands out but yeah I, I kind of feel like we're getting a little bit of like purple purple clayton a la purple kelly um from survivor and i don't mind it i would he could he could go and Amy and Haley, I want to ask you guys this because, I mean, we all knew coming into this season that Clayton, did y'all spoil, oh, were we going to spoil, oh, spoil oh, that last one? Spoilies alert. My bad, um, I my think bad. it's kind of like an open secret at this it point. Um, I'm, I'm sorry if this yeah. is news to you. It's it's just very hard to talk around. Very yeah, hard yeah. to talk. I hope you guys understand. And yeah, if we're... I, I even knew if, that from like the past these past podcasts. So I think the listeners should know. Now yeah, and if I mean for some news, Mike Fleiss did tweet tweet out um, Clayton and what was it? What was his name? Um, Amy, the 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 new host that we were talking about. Oh yeah, Jesse Palmer. Uh, yeah, Jesse Palmer. They he t- tweeted out pictures of the two of them. Oh, um, so then it's yeah. recording their season. Yeah, it, oh, it's, it's canon. Well, then. Um, I should probably brought that up when y'all asked if there's any news but so yeah. clayton is the new bachelor like it is it it's it is there. confirmed now yeah. and i and and you know we knew this going into the season like it's just now an open secret or whatever posted now um so my thought going into the season i my my main concern was i want to see michelle's love story i don't want them um editing the season around Clayton to give us a story as to why he's the next bachelor so that was my my what I was afraid of coming into it now I feel like not only are they like just like Matt said giving him a purple edit and we're not even seeing Clayton that much almost probably so that he doesn't offend anybody and is okay to be the next bachelor exactly I also feel like we're not getting Michelle's love story really so I'm just kind of <laughs> like then wh- why are we here but this was like yeah. I said one of my favorite episodes of the season but why do you guys think we're we're, we're not getting much Clayton because that was the, the question on everybody's mind after yeah. the this episode. I have theories Okay. I, I think maybe he's like coming down the pipe. Um, I can't remember who said it a couple of weeks ago on the podcast, but it's just that um, the first couple episodes are always like the, the fluff, the drama, and they kind of want Clayton to stay out of it. Um, mm-hmm. So he has a little bit of, yeah. a, of a more shiny reputation going into the back half of the season. Mari, I think your point, um, it's hard for me to think that the Bachelor producers um, would be that um, careful with with um with protecting michelle um mm-hmm. but i can see them trying to protect Clayton. so i think those are all really good points that i didn't really think about honestly yeah and i think with clay i i that's kind of what i picked up on with clayton and and maybe just because in other shows like 
in Survivor, I think what we often see is an edit that shows one story sometimes and like protects certain people, but makes other people look bad. And then you have to think like, why is that? And then it turns out that that person's like the winner or one of the finalists. And so I, 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 I don't want to know why they couldn't include him more in this season. I would imagine that they would have wanted to include more from him um, but it is really strange and you know I, I think on top of all of it the for me there's just this weird dynamic where I feel like in multiple episodes Michelle has kind of hinted to the fact that you know obviously race like being a black a black woman um, race is like is is a thing uh, in her life but she's talked to about that in so many powerful ways and mm-hmm. like it, to me it would be strange if she didn't at the end end up with a black man because of the things mm-hmm. that she's mm-hmm. said and yep. so that's that's kind of where I see a disconnect where I'm like wait so you're saying you want someone who like understands where you're coming from but we're not seeing that from like from people uh, like Clayton or like one of the Chris's or anything like that. And so (laughs) that's where I'm like kind of scratching my head a little bit of like, how much are the producers influencing? Like, who are they saying, let's keep Clayton. We need to keep Clayton around. And who is Michelle actually choosing to keep around? Oh, uh, guys, I have, I was watching this episode and I'm Mm -hmm. like, Michelle is upset and (laughs) she is reading the producer's house down boots like Mm -hmm. she is i i really think this um episode bore bore, like her frustrations bubbled over Mm -hmm. i'm thinking halfway with the producers and then halfway with the men because if i had to put money on it i would think that they are the these these looking at these two dates specifically i think she has not they're not letting her do the one-on-ones that she wants to do Mm -hmm. um working theory you know i think they're they're hold, of course they're holding off the joe one-on-one now because until they go back home like we clearly see that mm. in the next time on right um i don't know why they won't give her the nate one-on-one and i have theories as to why they push the rick one-on-one later on when we get to that so i think or because brandon. she can't get Oh, yes. Or Brandon. Yes. Very. Yeah. So she can't get the one on ones that she wants. So the only time she gets to see these guys are during the group dates mm. and then they're not stepping up. So I think it's it's frustration from both the production side and, and the guy side. And um, I cannot wait to get into it with you guys, because I was like, Michelle, I'm with you. I'm fed <laughs> up. Like, yeah. Let's go. But could I, I have a, like a general question about that, because I like I get where she's coming from, like Mari's with her. But like, do the fans like Michelle or are they frustrated with Michelle? Because I kind of feel like with the way that things are edited, that I could see like the Facebook commenters dragging mm-hmm. Michelle. Like, <laughs> why is she the bachelorette? Get rid of her. Get rid of this season. And, you know, I I just don't want that for her. I feel so bad for her because I could totally relate to where she's she's coming from, except for the whole producer thing. Amari, um, I think that was a solid point. But yeah, mm-hmm. do people like not like Michelle based on this season? Because I think the producers have kind of done her dirty a little bit by not like fully explaining why she's upset and complaining and kind of broken up and really not fully communicating that to the audience in a clear way. 
Yeah, so um, I've made it a point in my long podcasting career (laughs) to never look at the comments because I trust my judgment, not the people who are commenting on a Facebook thread, because I can only imagine those are the opinions I want to hear the most least. Um, I... I love Michelle. I was really looking forward to a Michelle season. I I do think that we're not getting as much sparkle as I know Michelle has, Uh if that makes sense. Mm. Um, I I mean, the the lead tends to not get as much focus on their personality anyway. That's just kind of what the scoop is. I mean, look at Matt James, his bachelor season. It's like he seemed like drawing wallpaper and then on his two and a half weeks on Dancing with the Stars, he was so much fun. Um, and I, I, I think, um, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, I think, I think we're still not quite out of the, out of the quarantine format that has kind of taken some of the enjoyment out of bachelor seasons. Like, that atrium like i'm so bored of that atrium mm-hmm. i'm so glad we're going to minnesota um i just and i and i think maybe part of it is bachelor burnout too like we've had a lot of content mm-hmm. back to back yeah. to back and so i just i'm not sure what the i'm not sure what the scoop is um yeah I Maria, saw. <laughs> I like, I, yeah um to speak of Facebook comments, I agree. You try to avoid those, so it's hard to say. <laughs> but um, because I'm in Minnesota, I saw on my feed, um, like the local news, the newspaper. Anytime there's like a hometown hero, you know, it'll be like the, there's an article. So last week they had an article about um, how she, Michelle Young, opens up about feeling like the token black girl growing up in Minnesota. And mm-hmm. those comments were <laughs> frightening. Yeah. Like just people on Facebook uh-huh. commenting without reading an article. And one of them was like, she's a fifth grade teacher. How does she, how does her school system deal with her near nudity on TV? And it's like, just out of nowhere. What? <laughs> what? what? When, when was that? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Facebook, Facebook be wild, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but then, and that just like proves so many of her points that she's talking about. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's just a general thing that we see in reality TV where like the editors haven't really caught up with a lot of the casting. So sometimes we still have these gaps where like they have had her explaining where she's coming from. But maybe it's just the fact that racism and and racist are out there but yeah. like it's not like it, I I always wa- I watched it like ooh I know that the Facebook Some comments are going to be, gonna be horrible yeah. for this one. Well, and, and, I mean that's the tough part too right yeah. because like it's it's so necessary to have these conversations and for so long like 20 years the Bachelor franchise has just completely ignored race when obviously it plays in, a factor into so many things and I, I so appreciate uh, that the, the black men and women who have been able to come to the forefront of the last few seasons have been able to open up, like open up and tell their stories and hopefully mm-hmm. you know change the minds of some at least some of the people who are watching like they're probably not going to be the ones who are commenting on the Facebook post in Minnesota but I, I I think there's got to be somebody who's whose mind's changed and is able to be yeah. like I I never thought of it like that before yeah. I didn't realize it and I think having Michelle and and having Matt James too is so groundbreaking and so 
I mean, necessary. It's so overdue. It's just, mm-hmm. I, I mean, if we're talking about a show with relationships, we need to talk about, you know, all the aspects of what a relationship with Michelle would be. And totally. race is an aspect. And, you know, if she does end up with a white man, do do they understand the implications of it? Or are they ready to go to bat for her? Are they, are they willing to... Um, understand where she's coming from when she gets upset like um when she was talking about the incident in the grocery store um Mm. having somebody kind of just say well don't give them the power like is is she going to be able to have a partner who respects how she's feeling and is able to if not be in her shoes empathize with what she's going through yeah and that's kind of where you know with a lot of the guys we haven't seen and the indication that they will be able to support her through that. And, and, and I don't Matt, think I mean you can just, say it. There's a lot of dum-dums here. Well, no, it's not just the white, it's not just the white guys on the cast. I was just going to say, because I dum-dums. do think it's interesting that when we get the race related conversations that it's like, okay, let's, these are going to be like between two black people having this conversation. We I want to know mm-hmm. what Clayton has to say. That's right. what I want to know. I want to know what Clayton <laughs> has to say about everything. I believe I don't think that the producers want us to know, but that's uh, a conspiracy theory and maybe someone knows something that I don't. Um but yeah, yeah it's and, a, it's messy. And real quick, I, I I agree, I do agree with Haley. Like like you have to be exposed to this. You have to be exposed to these conversations in order to even be given the chance to grow from them. So I appreciate Ooh. that. And, you know, you're you're going to have people who will grow and who will learn and who want to learn more. And you just won't have some people who won't. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that's that's what what's going to happen. But, you know, we're not going to sit here and say everybody's not going to learn something. I think that I think there will be people who are out there to learn something. I just do feel bad because I do think that this season is um, being affected by the burnout. I completely agree with that, Haley, like four back to back seasons. And it's so hard. And then on top of that, not only the burnout, but think about the last seasons that we've had. They've been some of the most like toxic <laughs> that comes to casting in a sense. Like, well, not like, uh, should I say not the, the cast themselves, but how the, the journeys have played out that mm-hmm. the guys in this one and this season get along. And that's kind of the problem. It's <laughs> funny how like that's the problem. Yeah. Meanwhile, you know, BIP was a hot mess with everybody like already coming in with relationships katie season the guys were ganging up on on one guy each and every week down the line down the line down the line and then matt james's season we had the, that caddy group of girls that just mm-hmm. kept the, the drama going you know and then even hop over to claire Tation's season with the whole claire dale thing we all knew what, what was coming so we were waiting for the explosions and the drama like this season has actually not been overly dramatic so then now people are like Mm -hmm. oh well this is boring it's like no this should be what it is it should be a love story but then again i feel like we're we're not getting that either like because i think the producers are trying to find the drama they're trying Mm -hmm. to find the interesting cast instead of you know giving it 
uh, Michelle more time to breathe and to get to know Michelle and see who she's potentially liking. And because it wasn't until this episode mm-hmm. that I was finally like, OK, I think I can pin down who I think will be in the final six, you know. And so do you, do you think yeah. that has been done on purpose because it could feel like if we knew who her front runners were, it would feel very obvious and unnecessary to like watch the season in general? Because I, I do mm-hmm. kind of feel like when she said like this isn't wrapped up, like I don't believe it's wrapped up but i also don't believe that more than three of three of these guys have a have a chance yeah and i guess also every time when i think of that question i just come back to what rachel said i remember rachel saying that she knew from basically day one that brian was the one yeah yeah and that and other leads say it's they know there's four four top four top three at least Exactly. Mm-hmm. So it so I always it always makes me think like um how, what are the producers doing to keep it interesting mm-hmm, if they mm-hmm. already know that the lead I mean again look at Claire she knew who she wanted <laughs> the only difference is she didn't play ball and she left with them you know what I'm saying so um I yeah. I do think that that's why I think production is getting it feels like they're getting getting heavier and heavier handed um as the seasons have been going along and I I don't know why, but it it just feels like they're trying to. You guys called it last week. You're like, okay, our two villains left, so now we have to. You know, they're about to manufacture some drama, and guess what? Right. (laughs) Guess what happened this week? You know. So it. Yeah, I I think. um, Yeah, it's really it's really sucks that they. Mm You know, when she got rid of Jamie last week, it was really kind of sudden. You know, it was right during that conversation. They probably didn't have time to tell her, like, hey, just give him another chance. You know, <laughs> let's see if this yeah. is they would have wanted to keep those villains around, I would think. Probably mm-hmm. Peter as well. Yeah, that was a back. mess with Jamie last week, though. It like it, he started out so strong. Like, yes. I think even mm-hmm. that episode, he started out pretty strong. And then it just like yep. totally went downhill and it all happened so fast. Um, and, you know, actually, that's kind of how I feel about so many of the guys that we actually have gotten to know who went home like who was it the first episode ryan who was the oh guy God, with the I binder heard. full of um not full of women, a singular woman binder full of women and that was a choice and it was a, it was just all very strange um this whole i don't know this whole season's strange to me though the cool thing is that i'm kind of realizing like the bachelorette is a lot more like pro wrestling than i realize it's just a lot of drama and chaos and storylines and this they probably isn't even wrestling. the best of it oh we you love wrestling yeah, we love, they love wrestling yeah. oh well yeah. no like well no you should love wrestling because <laughs> it's, it's basically this um, well yeah and i thought fights. did we miss yeah. the chance last week because there was the dog fighting and i was like oh mari you know jay ellis was on and okay. maybe that was our chance and it's like no back to back we have you know perfect opportunity so we didn't miss out because they'll always awesome. bring something back <laughs> <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So let's get into the first in the first one-on-one. So we see Martin get that first one-on-one. How are you feeling about Martin? Oh, for me, for me, I I thought he was, I have him as a front runner, right? I had him as a front runner last week and then the Jamie stuff went down and then he started off that date really not great. (laughs) Oh, very not good, eh? Not great at all. Um, But I think he was able to like pull himself like out of it. So I I do still have him in the top. Like I, I can see him making top six minimum. So uh, do do I like him as like a castmate, and do I like him for Michelle? It's now TBD. Like it really is. Like I think he had a a good showing the first few episodes, but he did really drop in my eyes after that Jamie thing because I I completely agreed with Michelle. Like I I think some people thought she was being over dramatic, but I'm like I don't think so. Like she does not like her decisions to be questioned, and it very much did sound like he said she made the wrong decision at first. And you know, but I love that she was able to bring it up to him. I love that he was like, you know what, that's Mobby. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, so, I also like yeah. that he was able to. I feel like it's so often on The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, the the person who is not the lead will often go like, oh, yeah, you're totally right. Yeah, I totally agree. No, you're right. Where yeah. I like that Martin was like, hey, I like the dude. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like, I like that he like didn't challenge mm-hmm. her, but did give give his opinion and didn't really like go. I hated Jamie. He sucked. <laughs> I just. I, OK, so. I have no like no feelings either way toward Martin. He did a he did a backflip the first episode, so that was like my one note on him. But mm-hmm. you know, to me, it like I always in these scenes where the guys will start talking about the other guys on the date with Michelle, I just feel uncomfortable. But this mm-hmm. especially was strange because like weren't they just sitting in the hot tub? And he's like, you know who I'm thinking about right now? Jamie. Jamie <laughs> we're not even sure if that hot tub close. was hot. It might have no. been a lukewarm oh. tub. A lukewarm pool. Yeah. Yeah. It was just a large basin. <laughs> it was, exactly. Yeah, and so that was like odd to me. By the way, Mari, just to like pull in the wrestling reference here, you you know who Martin looks like. Who? Oh, Scotty Tuhati? <laughs> No. Well, yeah. But also, I was going to say Enzo Amore. Uh, Google oh, no. Enzo I, Amore. If I erased him out of my memory. You're <laughs> they so literally right. are like twins. <laughs> oh, oh, no. No, no, yeah. I don't see it. Because I find 
no, I don't see this. They have some, no, 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 no. Uh, yes, some don't see it. Involved. Don't no, see it, no, Haley, please. I, I, I find... want you to not be able to unsee it. Like, I hope you can unsee it at this point. Find... Like, look closely. <gasps> I find Martin to be very attractive. Um, the the no. thing was, though, he wore a plaid shirt with no sleeves, and then my intercourse drive just, like, tumbled off a mountain. <laughs> I was like, you know, that's not that's not for you, my dear. No, it's no, not no, no, the Canadian no. way. Wear <laughs> flannel. Him and Michelle have chemistry, though. So that's what yes. that is. Yeah, they they have a lot of chemistry together. You can, I'm, I can, I feel like I can tell when Michelle likes people. Um, I think she gets that very like that like whispery, deep, sultry voice going mm. when she's like into the conversation and uh, throughout the episode you could definitely, I feel like, tell who she she's feeling and who she isn't. So I think Martin saved himself. See, he's, he definitely saved himself here. Um, I still was caught off guard yeah. though, kind of like you mentioned Mari, that that he was getting a one-on-one here, you know, that yeah. Michelle's not getting the ones that she wants. It seemed like yeah. that maybe wouldn't have been her first choice for this week. But another reason, too, could be to kind of put like more of the front runner type uh, guys like more on edge, like feeling like, mm-hmm. oh, like I didn't get the one I want again. You know? so, or to have that conversation about Jamie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's a, yes. That's what I was thinking, Haley. To continue mm-hmm. that conversation, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure he's like at least like, like third or fourth on her list. So they're like, you can't get him. You can't get him. Let's get him because you're still vibing with him. You're still feeling him. But also, we can milk the drama. Best of both worlds. And they also, <laughs> they tend to like. Um, I don't know if it's happened recently, but in a lot of seasons, they they like to have someone get sent home on a one on one. So mm-hmm. you yes. know, if you put these people mm-hmm. that are kind of up in the air um, oh. to have that drama, because then the guys are back yep. at their hotel room at the suite watching that guy's suitcase get wheeled away and then they, that can cause them like oh I thought they were doing good and oh. you know so some oh, of that drama we will talk about Rick later yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, table table boy Rick table over there. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of thoughts about him but. would you like to drive a car real fast in circles <laughs> this made no. me very anxious me like, too for yeah. multiple reasons one because I, Michelle like the, She's such an insurance liability for this show. Like, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. They do all like what? What are they doing? What they don't need to do this. Like in pro wrestling, Mari and I we're used to extreme, but we don't need that in the Bachelorette. Like I didn't realize that this was the X Games or something like that. So this is overwhelming, and I, I you know what? That might be what was wrong with. Like how I viewed Martin, I associate Martin with, again, the Tokyo Drift thing. But for me, it's like pump the brakes, like all of you pump the brakes, get out of the car. (laughs) I don't know why you're in separate cars when you're on a date. It's just it was (laughs) I have a lot of questions. That's a good point. No answers. I'm I'm, wait, wait, I I have one. I have one. Mm. I'm exhausted. Did get it? No. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, now I have to leave the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> um, any more about that one on one? I think we have to get to this group date. This I think we have to get to this group date. The, the first part of the group date is my dream <laughs> it's getting stuffed animals, it's wearing soft jammies, eating mm-hmm. popcorn. Laying down, build a bear, uh, building a stuffed animal. Yeah, like I just I love stuffed animals. I love 
snoogling. I love snacking. I love, love not sitting upright. Um, <laughs> and have and you, the, what, have what, you ever been to a slumber party like this? Like, uh, I don't. Here's with the uh, popcorn makers and this was like, I mean, an ice cream station. Rich people sleep over. It seems like something that no. like you'd see on Sweet Sixteen or something. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to tell you what I used to do at sleepovers, and that was wake up first at seven o'clock and leave immediately because I hated waiting around <laughs> for everyone else to wake up. No, I would do. I see. The here's the thing. I also hated that. But what I would do is just lay there awake, like, mm. okay, when's everyone going to get up? Because yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to I go. Hate, <laughs> I just. I. I don't. I'm. I'm just not into sleep overs i i am no and i've 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 told many people in my life that um if we are in in the niagara region i will not be sleeping at anyone's house but my own i will sleep at a hotel however i just don't like sleeping at other people's houses anymore because like i like my space and like ethan wakes up so much later than me on weekends and like I like to be able to get up and do things like I don't want to like sit in the dark room and have my back hurt like I just want to get up and move and I just want to like my best friend like whenever I'd sleep at her house I truly would wake up all the time and just leave and then she'd be like like, she'd still be asleep and she'd text me later and be like bye talk to you later (laughs) not like where did you go okay okay. she knew that I was like getting up well she'd rather that I I leave than disturb her sleep (laughs) wait I have one more question did you like in your sleepover experiences this is for all of you have you ever done like those ab punches like I saw Olu getting (laughs) punched in the in his rock solid uh, core, what what about me do you think like gives off the vibe that I a have abs and b would like to be punched by people? I don't want to stereotype. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, stereotype me, my darling. No, I, 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 I'm soft of uh, de- disposition and body. <laughs> uh, yeah, relatable. Same. Let, let's go. So uh, I haven't done the ab punch thing, but you know, maybe want to try that sometime. He looks like he was having no. a great time. That is weird. The results are still out, but that's kind of how Harry Houdini died. So let's not do that. <laughs> I was just, Mario, I was just going to say that because wow. Ethan, Ethan loves listening to stuff you should know the podcast and then just reciting the whole podcast <laughs> to me. Uh, and one of them recently was about Harry Houdini and how he probably already had like a stomach disease or an ulcer and then like the punch didn't kill him but it like didn't help the situation yeah like it ruptured something or something like that i remember or like yeah. he oh. something was already wrong and because the punch he didn't think to go get it checked out because he thought it was just the punch or something like that yeah. and he didn't mm-hmm. properly brace himself like the person yeah. like, like caught him unawares yeah really. yeah do, do you want to change this into like a history channel <laughs> podcast or something i mean that's you know point. i would love that a magic <laughs> podcast maybe <laughs> I don't have much to contribute either way. So let's stick with the best. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but then we, yeah, but then Michelle, Michelle's not having a great time. She has to, she feels like she has to keep calling the guys over. They're more into like the activities. They're more into talking to each other. Michelle, babe, like, sorry, don't plan such a great date next time. With exactly. 12 girls. Because yeah, at the same time, a lot of times we see on these group dates, like you don't want to be the, the guy that's not participating or has a negative attitude, right? So sometimes you are looking for that, like, oh, they're really participating and having fun. But it was odd to not see anybody pull her away. But then it seems like later on in the 
in the episode, Chris S is claiming that there were like a few guys that did, and we just weren't shown that. So was it we just like we the wrong guys Chris doing it? We saw Chris S like playing Twister with her, and then like oh, trying yeah. to kiss her, which was weird. <laughs> um, so, so we did see that, mm-hmm. uh, but I, I, I don't know. I, I completely agree with Michelle. First off, this is something that clearly like triggers something it's, for yeah, her it's that's an insecurity exactly. for her yeah yes, so it, yes, it's one of her insecurities exactly that she's already expressed to half of them so they know this but also what are y'all doing like what are you like legit doing like why <laughs> are you snuggled up with a, a teddy bear and Bro like time all of those Punched shots of her just by herself and then she had to call clayton over for the cotton kid and it, it, even yeah. he wasn't like flirting he wanted to get back to the pile like and I don't blame the her. Goose. <laughs> yeah because if you also think of think of Matt Matt season like those girls oh. were like clawing over each other to get to make like Michelle said those special moments with Matt remember when Piper like ran in the middle of his his interview and started making out with him on a group mm. date like <laughs> like and and Michelle was like the queen of that that's why we we love mm. Michelle on Matt season because any time that she got with Matt was always so fun and cool. And, you know, it's why she made it to like the final, she just made the final two. Right. So like, like I don't blame her because any other bachelorette you're thinking like, Oh, they all are pursuing me. And and again, a lot of these last um, seasons have been so toxic that all of the men and all of the women are like backstabbing each other to get to the lead and it's just like nobody like they're so broy they're so also laid yeah. back yeah. <laughs> that they have great dispositions which I which I love about them but they mm-hmm. do need to step up I I completely agree with with Michelle here do you remember and I think yeah. maybe it's a product of be- them being a little bit of a dum dum too is that mm-hmm. I I don't even think it occurred to them to like make the connection that them not chatting her up or whatever like would directly connect with her feeling like she's Mm. not seen like you could Mm -hmm. see that when she expressed that to the guys and I'm happy that she was able to that they just were like oh like shoot sorry like that's just not the intention but it's just they they don't realize that I feel like some of these guys are a little younger and maybe not as emotionally mature to be able to pick up on those cues Mm -hmm. or even understand what the scoop is and even when they were doing the game it was like should we wait till Michelle gets back? Like, nah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, what was so, that? Uh, no, this was, it was like, this was hard to watch, especially because of her poem from the previous episode. So we saw her talking about this and then they just ignored her. But like, I, it's tough too because I do feel like they should have tried to spend more time with her. I think especially because this is clearly like not only something that, you know, they've seen people jump uh, allegedly. I'm taking your word for this. They've (laughs) seen like guys, she's seen guys jumping over one another to get to the bachelorette. Um, And the same with the bachelor, you know, the women doing that. And so I think what's so interesting here is that like, this is a trauma, like a deep trauma for her. That's kind of being triggered with all of this and you know i there were a lot of activities so i kind of want to give them the benefit of the doubt like well there was twister and a popcorn maker (laughs) and an ice cream machine and cotton candy and And a a foot spa and face mask if if you have your face mask on you don't want to talk with michelle you're busy doing your your facial so like 
that's you know that's kind of the thing. And they all yeah, had to build a bear so without really knowing why at that point. Right? I didn't so. even realize that this was a build a bear workshop. Yeah. But there you go. <laughs> Quick question for everyone: mm-hmm. Who had the best pajamas? Oh yeah, I want to know. And that why too. was it Leroy? <laughs> I was just about to say, like hands down, Leroy. Mm-hmm. What was he wearing? He was wearing wow. these really cute like silk pajamas that mm-hmm. were, had like flowers on them they like they were a set that i would genuinely want for he knew it such too. like he felt yeah. it yeah who was wearing oh uh, was it clayton clayton was wearing the robe right oh god yeah the really I mean, bad i robe. like i like the flexibility of a robe i didn't like what um the the tom Tom Cruise, Chris S. I didn't like oh, what he was you. wearing. Mm-hmm. I just like Chris that. as Tom Cruise. That actually, like, that, that bothered me. Because he's shorter than everyone. <laughs> well, no, it, bo- it bothered me. So they couldn't find a pair of pants. <laughs> yeah. <to find laughs> they said, we're going to have you slide in. And like, Tom Cruise's height. Yeah, and made well, him do, like, know. the parody. I don't think he even we knew what he was so parodying. Much time on the parody. Yeah. He probably didn't. We got, like, 30 seconds of it, which was too much. <laughs> and I think, I think Clayton's robe was also like somebody had been giving it to him because he could not fit it I like who, who said it looked like his mom's robe it really did like it, it couldn't even close yeah yeah that's not fair like he that's the thing they you can't make fun of a robe that he didn't purchase or break it was not his mom's robe it was the it producer's robe that they gave him they know how tall they know his exact measurements yeah are you, are you surprised that two guys didn't get in a fight and throw each other's pajamas Amazon in the pool. <laughs> oh god! I thought there was going to be a, another fight later, but we'll get there. Um, we I, did. We did get some fighting get, though, yeah. and that's when we get the Bella Twins, the most under-edited yeah. celebrities in the yeah. Bachelor history. Yeah. <laughs> Michelle was Sad not excited to see them, but not because of them, but just the timing. <laughs> that was so funny to me I was cracking up she's like the Bella Twins are here but also this means now they gotta do this stupid activity and nobody gets to talk to me and I love how I think somebody on Twitter was like Michelle is the only lead to realize that uh, to realize that watching people beat each other up isn't gonna help her find a husband (laughs) we complain about these dates every freaking year and they still bring them like what what does this help this helps nothing <laughs> didn't she and I actually love that say she it, it yeah she's like that's not what the point of these dates are <laughs> like, yeah help me find love <laughs> so yeah how being you know you guys must know much more about the bella twins surely than Haley or i so how could they have used them better what did you think of their appearance here yeah well the first thing is like on the wrestling wrap up Mari knows that we like to say that's wrestling this is not wrestling this was not wrestling at all like I literally said to myself hmm let me look this up like have the Bella twins ever even like been in a pillow fight in the wrestling <laughs> ring which believe it or not is it has been a thing in the past I couldn't even Stop. find a pillow no, it- okay not in <laughs> disclaimer not in 2021 but in mm-hmm. 2011 probably and yes. they they didn't do it they weren't in any pillow fights and so i kind of think to myself like they're not even the most relevant like get some of the women in wrestling who have been in pillow fights right mari right that's true I, that's a great great point like uh the Bella Twins did not need to be here, but I, I'm glad they were here. I like them. They look great after having their babies one day apart. Yeah, um, oh my gosh. I, 
you know, I'm a I'm a fan. The Bella Twins have done a lot for wrestling. We say this on our podcast all the time. People don't like to hear it, but they they really did. They brought in a lot of women um, to wrestling over the last like six or seven years, something like that. So um, I love seeing them them here, and and they have a good working relationship with ABC because Nikki was on um, Dancing with the Stars and is currently oh. a fiance. Her husband on Dancing. Is, are they? Stars. Yeah, I couldn't I remember if they were married or not. I don't know. I just was that her partner on the show to marriage. Yep, that yes. was her. Mm-hmm. Wow! But she was with John Cena at the time. They didn't get yep. together until later. There's some Whoa. like scandal that maybe they're hooking up during, but I don't think they actually were. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that wrestling knowledge. Ooh, wrestling tap people out. I One, two, I love hot gossip. Really I don't care what <laughs> stream it comes from. And so yes, I know all about the um, Nikki Bella. And um, John, John Cena, Cena relationship, that's right. relationship, how he never wanted to get married, but she really wanted to get married mm-hmm. and have kids, but they were going to get married. And then they broke up like three days before the wedding and then they got back together and then they broke up again for good. And then she was engaged and pregnant like within 75 months. And then um, John Cena was like, great, let her live her life. And then maybe he has a girlfriend now. I can't remember. Maybe he's married now. I think he's like a fiance now. Yeah. 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 yeah that's I just dropped. Yeah. Anyway, but here's. Here's the thing, like back to the Bella twins, I would say that they were definitely underutilized here. Like this is the yeah. lowest common denominator. It's like, get, like, I just picture a producer, like get us some of those wrestling girls. Ooh, Nikki, Nikki, she, uh, she did that, <laughs> that, uh, wrestling thing, right? Get her in there. Like they, have, they, they do so much in their careers and I couldn't list it all out, but there's, there are products that they sell of different yeah. types and um, they do a lot. Like, like have them do that, not come in and do pillow fights. Cause they're not even like actively, I mean, especially Wrestling. when they were yep. pregnant, like they, they're not actively wrestlers with WWE. So I thought it was interesting that they said we're WWE superstars. When I did too. I was, I was like, former, former, but former. they're technically not retired, even though they are in the hall of fame. They're uh, retired enough. Yeah, they're probably on like a legends contract, so they'll probably come back totally. like periodically. Um, totally. But yeah, it was nice to see them. They just sat there and and named the winners. Yeah, but it was cute. Yeah, sad. They could have had more lines. Yeah, I don't know what they would have said. They would have. They probably <laughs> did have them record stuff like make a wrestling pun, and I don't even want to. Like, like, oh, I can't wait to see which of these guys that Michelle wrestles with later. Like, I'm sure that was recorded. Like, I'm positive. (laughs) I'm positive. And then they made the good choice to cut that out. (laughs) (laughs) Don't say I didn't tell you, but it's going to be on the cutting room floor. It it has to be there. I'm surprised we didn't get it in like the the end the end cap. (laughs) Yeah, instead of the driving around. (laughs) Um. They did a good job though with the t- the little time they had. I I like we saw, we did we actually we did see a little bit less of them than we did of Clayton. But uh, <laughs> we actually that, I shouldn't signal him like single him out. There are some other. I feel like other people who are like creeping around there. Where I'm like, oh, I didn't even realize you were still there. Yeah, but they weren't I named couldn't... the next password. <laughs> yeah, so that's why I think we're yeah. all like, what is going on with this yeah. guy? Yeah. But were you impressed with any um, teddy bear fighting skills, even if it's not typical wrestling? Like, who had the moves? I will say, 
I was not impressed by any teddy bear fighting skills. It's so bizarre. Like it all happened so fast too. So like we didn't get a lot of the Bella twins, but the segment also felt really short. Um, No one, I mean, they did hype up Olu at the end, but like, I don't, I didn't, it was just a fight with the Build-A-Bear. So I was going to say, yeah. yeah, um, Nate. Who did Nate go up against? He went Will. up against Will. Will, Will pummeled mm-hmm. him. That was hilarious. But yeah, Nate's like, little like, confessional of like, of, of course yeah. our team's gonna win. Right. Like, yeah. right and thirteen. This person like has yeah. no muscle, and then he gets beat immediately. Yeah, yeah he got. He just got <laughs> yeah. destroyed. I thought that was hilarious. I I did like that. Matt correctly pointed out when Olu took his shirt off. Audible gasp everywhere, <laughs> except for Michelle. Michelle was not into it at all. Aww. Like the the challenge itself. Yeah. So I think it was mercifully short. I I really mm-hmm. do. Um, and it, it was kind of hard to see who would keep up with who was on which teams. You know. Um. So yeah. it, again, it. Why are we here? I'm, I'm with Michelle. Why are we doing this? Uh, I yeah. I think we could. It would have been cooler to continue with that sleepover date. Um, so that hopefully that she could have gotten more time with the guys in, yeah. in a way. They didn't actually sleep over, did they? No. <laughs> well, that's one problem. But the other thing I'd say is like back, back to Mari's point. That's the thing. It's It was so hard to keep up with the teams. Mm-hmm. And like I kind of wish small detail, but that they would have done it like tournament style. Oh, just, and then yes. the guys who won would advance to the whatever they won out of it. Um, that's kind of that's the thing I would say. But yeah, it's strange that they here's what I would say. This is an individual game or an indi- a game. This is an individual. But yeah, it's a game. Yeah. This is an individual game. So why have them on teams? And then Michelle's upset that they're all bonding. But it's like <laughs> there's not enough that's happening to pit them against each other. I guess that they hate each other. Like, I, I feel like there's some, there must be some flaw in how the season's put together that they're actually bonding. Plus like on top of everything else, like with COVID, they're probably just happy to like see people mm-hmm. and be with people and hang out. And I don't know when this is filmed, but like, I even know now if this was filmed that people would probably be pretty thrilled to be around people. So right, I can't yeah. blame them for being such bros. It does feel weird to me, but I, I'll let it slide. I think their living yeah. situation I, I, too, like they normally they'd be in a house all together, not getting sleep because they have to share like bunk beds in the mansion. And oh. because they're in hotels and resorts now, they have a roommate, but you know, they get that more of that privacy. And I think, but then they have all this downtime where they are kind of forced to just sit together, probably in that atrium and these like conference rooms. So they probably are just forced to be like, you know, they're just gonna be like, okay, like finally I get to hang out with someone and it's just, you know, they've, they've gotten enough sleep maybe and they don't have that mm-hmm. tension of like, oh, I have to funny. live with all of you and share a bathroom. Amy, it's funny because I was going to make a joke that, oh yeah, they probably we share bunk beds, but they actually, wow, okay. <laughs> they used to, yeah. It's yeah. still in paradise, yeah. they absolutely They, do, they yeah. would if they had them, I'm sure. Yeah. Just yeah. Like a couple of hotel beds and you're, you're right. good to go. And I know we and I know we have to move on because this date did not warrant all of this, but I <laughs> did think it was I think it was hilarious how when they won, nobody, nobody. hugged Michelle again. Oh like, so tough. Yeah. So tough. Mm-hmm. And the losers even too. More. Like it didn't look like the losers even like said, like, oh, like 
I wish I could stay, like hugging her goodbye. No. <laughs> Nobody. She was just was standing painful. there by herself while the confetti came down. So I'm like, I, again, I, I agree with everything Michelle is saying yeah. here. She yeah. needs yeah. to get one of those hourglasses that they have on Survivor and just <laughs> smash it and recast the whole season. Just switch <laughs> oh, it all no. up. Like, go back in time because I don't think that these guys are good enough for Michelle. She deserves better and I'm just going to put it out there that I don't like, I don't see her soulmate here. Um, especially <laughs> in the moments when she is like where you could actually feel the, the trauma that, that is there from like her past experiences. It's like, this mm-hmm. isn't fun. It's not fun to watch because it's not funny. Like it's sometimes it's funny to see people cry in reality <laughs> TV. Right. But this isn't funny. It's just sad and painful. And awkward yeah and we had a sort of similar situation um a couple um mari and Haley. do you remember in claire's season when she got mad at the guys for not stepping up but i feel like it was such a quick reaction on her part it was like nobody just getting up to like pull her away first and she was just like called them out in the moment right away whereas michelle throughout the whole date was like there were these opportunities where you're like isn't anyone gonna even notice that she's not with them yeah and I, I well I think that's like two mm-hmm. very different personality types where I feel like Claire is very reactive and she was mm-hmm. always going to react where Michelle's going to like think on it almost mm-hmm. collect her data and then present it to the guys and be like yeah listen this this and this and this and this mm-hmm. and this um, yeah you know what Michelle has a point here gosh she really really does yeah. <laughs> and then the yeah, cocktail party after it was so painful when she brought it up she was like I'm not yeah. saying you have to do these huge gestures I just want a hello during the day. Yeah, just maybe like come talk to me, the, which is the purpose of the, the show. <laughs> That's sad. But she has to ask them to say hello to her is really sad. And it was it was before that before that moment where she talked with the group, where she again referenced the poetry event and her experiences, mm-hmm. like being the token black girl and being the only person of color, being so overlooked. And like for me, like where I grew up, I could totally relate to this mm-hmm. where it's just so interesting that like. You know, I, I think that, you know, part of what you're saying about her sitting back and just kind of taking things in is interesting. I think part of it, too, is that, like, if she were to go up to people and, you know, ask for their attention or encourage it, like, I think that that would I'm sure she could get their attention that way. But that's not what it's about. They should be like paying attention to her and they should be engaging with her and talking with her. And, you know, you could see that a lot of it. It is sad to kind of see her go back to that place where she's like thinking about when she grew up and the things that she had to deal with growing up. There is, is there always this much trauma in like in Bachelor and Bachelorette seasons? Oh, yes. Like yes, yes. Wow. Oh, my God. We had to hear about Matt James's father like 80 million wow. times throughout that. that and season. then they brought his father. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So it is. Like, what happened to his father? Oh, okay. Yeah. No. That's another time, but like, yeah, yeah. Um, so during, yeah, during the cocktail party afterwards, um, when the winners sat with Michelle, she 
she before she talked to them, she talked to Caitlin mm-hmm. and told Caitlin how she was feeling, which was a choice. <laughs> um, I'm like, where's Tasha? But apparently she might have been running a marathon. It I don't know. like they switched roles this week because I thought, OK, maybe they're always going to have Tasha be like the confidant and Caitlin's going to be talking to the guys. But this time it was like Tasha brought the date card. So it just seems like they don't quite know. Like, oh, do we just do like it's your turn and how they're like defining these roles? But. But I still like, I, I really appreciate that we have those two women as our mm-hmm. hosts, because I think, you know, as much as maybe it didn't feel like the right person to talk to her, it's definitely a better person to talk to her than Chris Harrison. Chris Harrison. <laughs> yeah. Right? Like, it still felt like friends being like, hey, I know that oh. you're a little off right now. What's up? Like, I, I can tell that. Yes. And mm-hmm. they did a great job of being able to read her and I think really walk her through that that date. Um, Mm-hmm. Uh, keeping her, you know, her head um, in it. But I, I love this conversation with her and Kaylin, and, and then she talked talk about what Matt said, being the only person of color, and and all of that. And dating was just never a, a main priority because she felt like she wasn't ever chosen. So she she talks to the guy, she expresses her feelings, and like you you said, Haley, like they just sat there, like they're like, oh my god, okay. Um, and she pulls Nate first. Yeah. And when she pulls Nate first, this is the first of, of uh, twice this episode where I was like, Nate, you are slipping dog. So um, very much so. So yeah. she pulls Nate. She tells him, like, I'm basically more mad at you because <laughs> you were not making an effort. And and he just does the whole, I'm sorry, you know, I'll definitely Makes make an sense. effort. And it, yeah. yeah, yeah. And and I'm just like, okay, like you're saying it. I, I still think he it's he's still wrapping his head around it um and i truly do think nate um likes michelle but let's be real look at that man he's never had to fight for any woman he's so so good looking i just i don't want him to leave because i just enjoy looking at his nice face exactly so Mm -hmm. he's not so that's why like when the date card came before the group dating he's like oh you know Uh, I'm chilling. He's always had that confidence about his Mm. connection with Michelle. And that's what up until this episode, I liked about him. I'm like, thank you. Finally, somebody who's like, I know what I have in my lead. Like, I don't have to worry. I'm not stressing. I'm not bringing up other people in my Mm -hmm. conversations. I love that about him. But now it's just like, okay, you are too laid back for her. Michelle Mm. is going to need somebody who is going to give her reassurance. And Michelle is, and it is okay. like newsflash, it is okay for a woman to say, "I need, I need reassurance. I need constant re- reassurance because that's that's her le- love language. Her love language is words of affirmation. So that's what she wants, and she has every right to ask for it. And he is not doing it because he's n- probably never had to do it in his life. I don't want to make assumptions, but that man is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. He does, I, and he's I, from I, Winnipeg. He's he's got to be the best looking uh, guy to ever come out of Winnipeg. <laughs> Right. So he's not used to fighting for a woman. So he needs to really process her words because if not, he's going to he's going to slip. And that's why um, when Olu comes in, I mean, talk about like he had me crying. Like I I was 
crying because he gets it. You could see from the moment she said it, mm. he got it. And he said he has four sisters and he yeah. wants to be the strong man for them. And he's constantly telling them that they are beautiful and everything. So you know that he understands exactly where Michelle was coming from. And yeah, he was taking punches to the stomach during the date. But <laughs> I know for a fact that that conversation left an imprint on him. Mm. And I thought he did a yeah. great job explaining it to Michelle and saying and like he never wants too. to. I think when she pulled Nate, he was the one talking yeah. to the rest of the guys, like trying to like, no, this is like, exactly. yeah, this is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I'm so happy for him yeah. when he got I, the, the group date rose there. I yeah. love this. And, and I loved, I, I thought it was so interesting that they had that dynamic where we see Nate who literally, I think it, it's Michelle basically saying like, I didn't feel seen. And he was like, you are seen, which is like never the thing to tell. That's <laughs> right. not validating someone's feelings. Yeah. But mm-hmm. you know, I, I go back to the first episode, uh, which I just watched three, uh, two and a half days ago. And, you know, like one thing that I picked up on with Nate in his intro was that he was really, really focused on how amazing that Michelle looked. And to me, like that, that was kind of a red flag. But then this is also a red flag where, I mean, I just like this isn't a good look for someone who's going to be selected at the end. I I just feel like Nate's Nate's uh, slipping up, but he's not even slipping up. He's just not like the most empathetic person. And that's okay. Not everyone needs to be um, because you have Olu, who is is a superstar. And by the way, I will say shout out to Olu, who is from like 15 minutes from where I grew up. So he's my he's my um, my hometown boy, my winner pick right now. I have to root for him. So do you think there is validity to what Chris S was saying that Nate does kind of feel like he has it wrapped up? Yeah, I think so. Uh I think that I just thought it was very interesting that I mean, Mari, Mari already kind of was was, I think, pointing to that. But I would also just say that, like, it's not a good look if to, to get angry about this. Like, this is not a thing to get angry about. Like, why would you be to me that there seemed to be a lot of insecurity from the guys who were kind of speaking up at first, but. Then I just sort of felt like all of the guys like Olu was even really upset and like, why are you like you're secure in your relationship with her? Right. Um, but I did find that like the guys who were the most vocal to me seem to just be the most insecure about the situation. Like, why does it matter what Chris S says about you when you know your relationship with Michelle to me that's like it's just not worth the energy of like arguing with him or saying something or being angry unless you're being defensive and trying to cover up and then there were some guys who were just quiet during it and well maybe they weren't quiet during it but we didn't see anything Mm -hmm. from them and I don't know to me that's telling like I noticed that Nate was saying a lot and really obviously really upset but i think that made sense because he was like literally called out specifically mm-hmm. but like chris g clayton romeo they all had something to say and i don't have great things to say about them because i kind of feel like it's true like they don't i don't know how into her they are and i mean mm-hmm. they got um, they got called out I don't know. I don't I don't necessarily agree. I don't think Nate thought he had it in the bag. I think if anybody thought they had it in the bag, it was Jamie. And he went home last week. I think totally. he was the one who thought he had it wrapped up, sewed up, 
we're on a flight. Um, I think Nate is just, again, he's so confident in like his ability to attract women that he was just mm-hmm. unbothered. And he said time and time again, um, in multiple episodes, he does not want to spend his time talking about another man, which again, I love when it comes, yes. when we're talking about the bachelor franchise, because they're just, I mean, last season, Katie season, irks the crap out of me because all they did was talk about other dudes and their one-on-ones. So I don't, I don't necessarily think Nate is overconfident. I think he's, I think he's, he's perfectly confident because him and Michelle do have a very strong spark and a very strong chemistry. Now he just needs to um, step up Mm -hmm. and show her um, how he feels uh, because he is slipping in that regard because again, he, it's just not used to going above and beyond or it doesn't seem, should I say, it doesn't seem like he's used to going above and beyond for a woman, a woman. Yeah. And, you know, we will definitely, uh, we'll talk about like the Chris stuff um, mm. but later. I know, but Mario, yeah. you want to get to the Rick date, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I, I was going to say just on Nate, that to me, it seemed like I read that as insecurity and not confidence. I, mm. I think, I, but maybe just me, like I, I'm, I see a lot of insecurity with, a lot of these these different guys but with Nate like there's an exterior that's very confident but I think there's a lot of insecurity underneath he seems like a nice guy but that's just kind of what I was reading just like on our regular podcast I disagree with you oh my gosh no (laughs) look look, we're gonna get next episode mark my words uh he will talk about his insecurities it's gonna be great we're all gonna cry and have a good time perfect all right. Well, yeah, as we mentioned, Olu gets the group date rose. I was really excited to see Olu kind of, we got mm. to know him this episode. He was kind of invisible before this and so that he's sticking around. Um, but Rick, he tells us that he got a group date or he got a one-on-one date card that says sky's the limit. We didn't actually see him get that card, but um, they have a cable card date. Did anyone catch where this was? It was just like a naturey area, but I didn't see where. <laughs> no, yeah, it was like mountain. a mountain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I gotta say, this, this at this point in the episode was when I was getting a little restless, <laughs> and I turned the TV mm-hmm. off at nine twenty and went to bed. So uh, this is about oh, the point I turned the TV baby. off um, and then mm-hmm. finished the episode the episode today oh, i was like you didn't watch it <laughs> can you imagine if i just had the audacity to show up here not watching the last 40 minutes you're like uh, we don't need to see rick yeah uh, hello it is ryan and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day couldn't we just to make up for things like sitting in traffic doing the dishes counting your steps you know all the mundane stuff that is why i'm such a big fan of chumba casino chumba casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime anywhere with daily bonuses that should brighten your day a little actually a lot so sign up now at chumbacasino.com that's chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. So, Mari, you have thoughts on Reg. I would love to hear them. Yeah. 
So as soon as they announced this date, I was like, oh, it is the getting cut on a one-on-one date. Like, <laughs> it is, this is it. This is the, the producer manufactured. We're getting cut on a one-on-one date and roll out the suitcase all dramatically. I was like, okay, cool. I'm here for it. For it. We then we get the to the table. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Then we get to the date, right? And again, Michelle is not enthused about this date, guys. Going into this date, she's not enthused. She's like, yeah, you know, it's been a rough week. But, you know, I'm glad that um, Chris was chosen to be on this date. Not by me. Uh, <laughs> not sorry. Rick, sorry. Rick was chosen to be on this date. Not, yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. So they're in this gondola. It's just, it, again, it's like I there's no chemistry for me between the two of them. I think they're like no. cordial, but there's really no chemistry. Then we get to this weird wish box thing. What is yeah. this? Where the producers obviously wrote every <laughs> single wish in that thing. Oh my yeah. god. Why yeah. would this in be a real order. thing? Why would it be a real thing that you put your wish in a box, you have strangers <laughs> read it, and then you put more wishes? I thought the whole thing about a wish is so it's not supposed to be read so right. that, and then it be granted. And it was yeah. just so weird because we got all these things about soulmate this, soulmate that, which makes sense, whatever, whatever. And then we get the one where it's like, I wish my father could see the man I've become. And then we get this slight reveal from Rick. Um, you know, my father passed away three years ago, so I understand this note. And then Michelle kept prompting him throughout mm. the day, yeah. like, oh, we gotta, you know, discuss more. And they they even write the the wishes, their wishes like to fall in love by having the hard conversations. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay, like guys. Right. And so they put it in there. They go, they finish off their hike and then they go to their, their dinner. I, I'm just recapping this and then we, you know, we'll talk about I'd it. I'd rather but fall in like, love with no hard conversation. <laughs> easy know? conversation. So yeah. we get to this dinner, right? And so she's like, yeah, I really want you to open up to me. And this was the moment where I was like, Okay, the producers clearly told her, we want you to go on this one-on-one with him because he has something to tell you, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, I don't think she knew, but I think they were like, yeah, I think this is, um, you know, it'll be great to put him on the one-on-one. So she's like, yeah, let's so open up to me more, uh, Rick. He drops bomb after bomb after bomb. I feel so yeah. bad for him. He just talks about how his parents split up. I think he said when he was 17, I, I, I thought I caught that age. He said right. he found, he saw his dad's phone. It had a woman, like a woman had texted him. And then after like, I guess a few days, he made the decision to tell his mom. And it was like two weeks before Christmas. Then on the, like the day after Christmas, his mom told told him like his brother's at their grandma's house they're leaving and that their parents are getting a divorce and so his parents got a divorce and he says his dad blamed him for it and that he felt like that whole time for like the the last 10 years of his dad's life that he was the reason that they got a divorce and then I think he said three years ago he had talked to his dad and his dad was basically saying he couldn't breathe and then like a neighbor or somebody checked on in on him after not hearing from him for a day and they found him like dead and he said he feels bad because he knows his father died like while also blaming him for the divorce which is bad parenting. Horrific. That's yeah. beyond horrific and, and yeah. like, as much as I, I I sympathize with depression and right. um, if you are struggling please reach out to somebody right. but to blame your son for how rude for, yeah. you, for breaking up your marriage when you cheated on your wife is something yeah, but like, but Michelle's it, face y'all yeah. Michelle's face she's like 
wow. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She was like, I'm glad I did this date because uh, like the cameras are probably zooming in really close on him on them. Like, no, this was wild. And it, it, it is sad that Rick seems to still blame himself for this mm-hmm. um but yeah it was like very heavy-handed to get to this point which is the which was like the rough part of of watching this like ooh, like we went i like we started okay like just picture where i'm where i am like three days ago i was thinking of happy table boy rick. didn't know anything about the bachelor <laughs> table boy rick in the like head only then he comes out <laughs> of the table finally and it's like wow look at him and then um you know we go on I, i'm kind of weirded out by him a little bit yeah. on the lip and then they decide to do this really extreme date sitting on this really extreme tree with this extreme wish box and then it gets really emotional and and i don't this is like I'm, i wasn't ready for this much like depth in in the bachelorette i swear i wasn't but everyone has a story which is really interesting and like outside of the actual show and what, what we're watching i almost wonder like thinking about the casting of it like who's here for their like who's really cast for their story and still around for their story and who is potentially a love interest of Michelle I kind mm-hmm. I kind of feel like they were light on the love actual potential love interest for Michelle um and I mean I don't know maybe that's why she was crying but again uh that's those we have some I have we have theories right But yeah, this was a lot to watch with Rick and sad. And um, then like I like it was a weird way to come out of it to have this performance by Andy Grammer. (laughs) He was somebody I've heard of. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't recognize him at first until they did not either. No. Right. Yeah. I think they might have thought we would because they didn't put on like the Caroline King or whoever that was uh, a couple episodes ago um, (laughs) under the name immediately. So, yeah, that was look. Hey, if they had fun, good for them is all I have, because that was a very awkward scenario to be in. (laughs) Andy Grammer staring at you as you make out on the dance floor. One thing I have to commend Rick for is that. He had that phrase that we always hear where it's like, it's the perfect setting for Michelle and I. And he did not say to fall in love. He said, it's the perfect setting for Michelle and I to connect further. So I was like, okay, that yeah. is logical. <laughs> I like right. that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think Michelle was also like, well, I cannot not give him a rose right. after that story. <laughs> yeah. So sure. Let's go. And can I just point out, I feel like Gre- uh, uh, Rick is Greg Light. Like mm, he yeah, has that much. same hair, the facial, like he mm-hmm. he has the charisma, but he's Puppy believable. I yes, mm. I believe him. I'm like, I like Rick. Can we like like swap yeah. out Rick and Clayton? Like oh, totally. I yeah. really like him. And of course, this episode was supposed to make me like him after right. hearing his story, clearly. Um, yeah. so I, this date was a mess. It was it was just a mess to me because I really felt like there was there's no chemistry, there was no spark, but he definitely is staying after after that. Mm-hmm. I mean, was this episode meant to make you like him? Because like I, I have to. I will add in the disclaimer as like someone who's lost my dad. Like I, I have. I have, my heart goes out to him, but at the same time, like I don't know if 
I didn't feel like Rick came off as more likable through this episode. I felt for him mm. more, but I didn't get I didn't pick up on the likability thing through this episode. I think I liked him a little bit less for other reasons, like through this episode, actually. Maybe it's just me. Yeah, I, th- yeah. I, I thought I liked him more, um, but I, I, I wasn't really into him at all before. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> was kind of a low bar. I liked him a lot before, okay. so maybe that's the difference. Yeah. Um, yeah, I wonder, it makes me think about like producers. I feel like there's so many other guys that the audience would be clamoring for to be, like, there's always different like factions. Like, I want this I'm rooting for this guy to be the next bachelor. I'm rooting for this guy, but I don't know that anyone would be coming for like taking it up for Clayton right now. And I feel like they almost were just like, let's, let's pick him before anyone has a chance to like, sort of like put this like groundswell behind anyone else. Like, cause it's just like, this is our typical um, bachelor that we like to have going back old school. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, but let's let's get back into this cocktail party where we have a new villain emerge, uh, Chris S. Who oh God, y'all! Takes this is so strange. Really weird. I mean, the guys are just could not believe it either. So that'll tell you something. Is this like is this like big moves era of the Bachelorette? Because that's what I was getting from ah. Chris S. This was like. Chris has heard like, oh, I want you guys to try more. I feel unseen. He's like, okay, turn up the toxic masculinity. Got it. It's like, what? (laughs) Sir, huh? Michelle, shut up. I have something to say. (laughs) (laughs) I have to explain your point to these guys. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Haley, what was that? It was a lot of a lot. I think I had the biggest eye roll when he was saying all that and then had the nerve to say to Michelle, like, I feel like you should spend more time with the guys who are like he was directing her saying that she wasn't talking to the right guys. And normally that would like be licensed to send that guy home on the spot. Like, how Mm -hmm. dare you criticize like what I'm doing? Like, I'm connecting with who I'm connecting with. I already had this conversation. The the thing. Thing that made me want to send him home the most was when she was like, or whoever it was, Brandon, Brandon was like, mm-hmm. "Hey, can I talk to you, Michelle?" And she's like, "Yeah, of course." And he's like, "No, I'm talking to Michelle first And yep. Michelle was like, "No, Brandon asked me first, so uh, yeah, she said that, didn't I? Did yeah, I heard her say that, but and then, then but she went off together. with him, right? Yep, uh, producer job. Michelle yeah. looked like she was going to." punch somebody in the face <laughs> when that happened like uh and then after he told her like oh you know there are guys here who think they have it in the bag and he dropped nate's name and all that and um this is where we were kind of talking about a little bit but chris s you know said that there are guys here who think that they have it in the bag and he had told her that she should maybe talk to other guys it's like dude come on um and he throws out Nate's name, rephrases that whole conversation that they had. I really feel like he just completely repackaged it like, oh, if it's not now, you know, I'll get my one-on-one, you know, it's whatever. And that's one-on-one. It's not saying he has it in the bag to be the one at the end. You know, that's a totally different context. And then Michelle's face when he, like, I think he tried to go in for a kiss. She gave him, like, cheek, barely half church hugged him. I was like, oh, she is mad at him. Uh, but he stayed, and I think we all know why. 
Mm-hmm. At my friends is a classic producer, Rose. They're like, no, you sent home Peter last week. You're keeping him this week. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And then, you know, Matt touched on a little bit later, but she then goes and pulled Nate. And this is the second time where I'm like, this is where he really dropped the ball. I mean, Mm. just completely dropped the ball and fell back uh, like a few places where she's like, um, she explained to him what Chris just said. And he's like, he said something like, I can't, you know, I can't, he said that and I can't do anything but what he said, but like, he, and he was like, I, I don't really want to talk about Chris here, but she's like, but do you understand how that makes us sound? And and then he like basically didn't defend himself. I'm like, mm. Nate, defend yourself. Yeah. Cause that's not even what it's not what you said or even how it sounded, but he didn't defend himself. He basically was like, Chris is just stirring the pot. And he, he, he did such a bad job of reassuring her mm-hmm. that I'm unless we miss something like unless they cut their conversation I don't think that ended well for him for him and I yeah, think he's he was just second so, to last called as well in the rose ceremony yes thank you and and I think he was just so mad at hearing Chris at that point like hearing it um that like hearing what he had said to her that he was already in his mind confronting Chris instead of you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Co- comforting Michelle and so when he goes to confront yeah. Chris it was was just like that was the dumbest argument he was trying to tell chris like why did you say my name and nobody else's and then chris said gives the microaggression of the season is like are you gonna are you gonna put your hands on me dude and why are like, you getting so oh. aggressive and like nate was oh, not raising his voice he was yeah. not like that was that was not cool on chris it was very much not okay i and mean i will say preview thing too I, I got very nervous. I got very nervous for all involved, especially for Nate. It's like coming from the wrestling context. Mm-hmm. You have Nate. He's leaning. He's leaning against the rail, standing there. And it reminded me of the Royal Rumble, where <laughs> I swore that Chris was going to like run up and clothesline him <gasps> over the balcony. And I did not want that to happen. Really it was getting close. I, re- I, did, I did really. Yes, Mari, I was really concerned. And that's what I thought was going to happen. Oh, my God. It, it was close. There was some physical contact and no one to catch him on the you know, after the fall. So I'm glad that nothing happened, but I was a little bit concerned in the moment. Yes, I was, was so Mari. There are some perils <laughs> to being 6'8". So that's good okay, to know. Yeah, I guess it's that's hard. Yeah, you can, I'll say, as someone who's like 6'2", you know, I could trip and fall on a bad day and just stumble. So yeah, maybe being a little shorter would help him, but that <laughs> did make me nervous. Just don't stand by the railing, dude. Mm. Just, especially not in a fight. Please. Yeah, I mean, I With think why the, <laughs> the other guys, you know, you'd mentioned before, Matt, the other guys like Chris G and um, mm-hmm. these ones who are kind of seem to be in the background as well, getting so upset at him. I think they could see the move he was playing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going to get the airtime. I'm going to get like that producer Rose. And he did take mm-hmm. a spot from one of them. You know, yeah. you would think that Romeo or Chris G or, you know, some of these yeah. will those those were who left. And, you know, we've seen more of some of them than we saw Chris S this whole time. You know, you think if they had Very some kind true. of connection, we'd have seen even him speak yeah. earlier than this episode. So I was thrown off by Chris. S. Like, I, I thought Chris S would have been gone the first episode <laughs> because he's the one who came yeah. off the school bus and made that like oh, D yeah. comment. Oh god, oh, yeah. I forgot about that. 
Yeah. How dare you remind me of that? <laughs> I mean, how, how could you make me relive that? Well, Michelle was also. I I kind I didn't think he was going home after that because Michelle was like, "Ooh, smooth. I like that." Kind of, except he's in detention, <laughs> yeah, and it got weird. Seemed like she was really. And by the way, I just want to say. I just want to say while I'm on this podcast, I'm so glad that there haven't been more awkward, uncomfortable, like teacher student mm. role playing. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, I am very, very thankful for that. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Chris, Chris and his white horse comment. I was like, you've got like, do you not hear yourself? Like you. Oh, and when he was, what are you saying about uh, Olu too? Like, oh, I'm gonna like say this is for you. He didn't do any of that. Uh, so we, no. Mm. Yeah, I was like, do it, do it. They Darius, invested in Darius. the wrong villain. Like these producers were probably like hoping he did that, and yeah, he chickened out on that. So, uh, all right, I think I'm ready to get into these draft results. <laughs> that <laughs> makes more of us. questions. I know. Uh, Asia, the wonderful Asia Welch, is. Uh, Way ahead, <laughs> pulled ahead. She has, she has Rick on her team. Um, Matt, if you haven't picked up from podcast so far, um, Haley and I tend to not yeah. do really well in our drafts. So. Yeah, I'm, I, I wasn't going to say anything about. That. I mean, you do like you're not. I mean, you're you in the top draft, three. Well, uh, you're in the you top three. Your name in for a potential, yeah, future. Um, we're always looking for people to join us on the draft. So sure, I, I'd love to do the draft because I feel good about. <laughs> the people that i picked from the first episode so nice. i'm i'm in already all right I'm, but yeah you're doing, good, you're doing a pretty good job <laughs> right you know? we're in the top three asia has yeah. 80 points uh led by a strong one-on-one -on -one mm. from rick this week um i have 60 hurt by no one-on-one -on -one dates this week and <laughs> Haley has 57 so Haley, you and i are fighting for second place here uh you had the one-on-one -on -one with martin on your team and at least I didn't lose anybody this week, but who do I have left? I have Joe. Oh, I want to talk about Joe and the M&Ms because did you guys hear yes. M&M? Like she what? said she had never had these before when he brought like peanut M&Ms out or was cool. it like... And I, yeah, I was shocked. I was like, what do you mean? These are the best. <laughs> yeah. No, they're horrible. Yeah. And he did, did a you great just job. Say horrible? Yeah, I'm allergic, so oh. I have that. So. Yeah. I thought so it's maybe. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'll give you that. I thought yeah. maybe it was pretzel M&M's. I could see they kind of look the same. Okay. Maybe I could see not okay. having Ugh. those before. Well, so those do you guys strange. get do you guys get points because like Joe had the really awesome M&M date. They showed mm -hmm. um, Rodney doing the handshake and then Brandon really came on strong this episode. Good for him because he got that first rose. Do you guys get points for like that? Um, like the individual scenes during the cocktail party? We talked about having many dates. Usually we just stick that at the beat, like the for the I think first, first episode. Yeah. Gotcha. But mm -hmm. okay. we can discuss that with at George C T V who always compiles this. Yeah, love George us. C. Yes. Shout out to George shout C. It's an awesome oh, job. We I gave a shout out to George C. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have questions from the audience so let's get into those i Ooh. think this is actually from the aforementioned george do they C. have questions about wrestling for mari specifically i just no. want to call no. it out so what i do usually is um forget to put the thread up <laughs> until about 3 p.m and do i usually mention that we have a guest no not really mm -hmm. um, that's a surprise everyone yeah. Yeah. I'm looking and the people are fired up though. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, let's start with George's question. He says, I wonder yeah. why we never see the dreaded two on one date anymore. Where 
where they'd put two rivals on the same date. I don't think we've mm-hmm. seen that since. While well, Peter's season in February 2020 had one between McKenna and Tammy, but I think that's the only one since 2017. Who from this group of guys would you expect to see going on a two-on-one to battle it out? Even and, and that was like a mate. fake one too, wasn't it? Like that was not even a real. Yeah, it wasn't the McKenna one. The yeah. no. And the, I don't, they oh, did I don't that with, yeah. yeah, that was like a pre-cocktail party. They did that with yeah. um, Bennett and Noah, too, where it's like that fake. Yes, like, that one. Let's and then they did, it, the they did it in Matt James's season, too. Oh, with yeah. Whoever. With, and whoever. Uh, ooh, yeah, I can't even remember. So Matt, I'm glad past, they don't do those. <laughs> they're manufactured completely. Yeah, in the past, yeah. they would do like two on one, and you'd usually only one person can survive the date and then they'd strand the other yeah. person like on a mountain or something and fly away in a helicopter. So they'd, they I like mean, doing the dramatic scenes. Wow. Yeah. Is there a chance that they'll do that next episode? I just like with how manufactured things are, mm. I almost feel like we're going to like, I, if we did get one of these, it would be like Nate and Chris in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Because, but I think she likes Nate uh, too much to- for him yeah. to be sacrificed to the two-on-one. Mm. Oh, well, I mean, Chris would be, Chris would be gone. Chris, Chris is Chris a perfect Olu, person maybe? for two-on-one, but like, yeah, yeah maybe Olu. Chris and Olu would be a good one. Oh. It's oh, always oh, kind of two people that maybe haven't gotten as much screen time and the, they could, yep. could see either one maybe going. Um, mm. Speaking of Chris, maybe like, Rick and Rodney would oh, be nice because, like, yeah, you know, Rodney has the apple thing going for him, and Rick has the table, so there's like some synergy <laughs> some there. Pairing there, uh, that it. would cause drama too because they both had their one on ones already. So it's like, what they're getting another date? Hey, uh, huh? it works. All right, put Matt on the producing team. Uh, <laughs> Asia, she wants to know uh, name one reason that Chris S was given a rose. <laughs> The drama producers. asia that's it that's all that's it that's what the rose is for drama i think i mean one reason he played ball when it came to their tom cruise what's that i don't even care what that movie is called uh um, risky busy risky yeah. business yeah risky do you say risky busy yeah <laughs> yes risky busy yeah i think with that they're like look if you do this you're, you're staying tonight <laughs> Yes. Um, Only explanation. Randy Knupal, this is kind of what we already discussed, but he says, I can, I'm confused. Do we like Rick? Okay, so let's go across the board. Haley, do you like mm. Rick? He gives me weird vibes. Okay. Mari, <laughs> you said you were on board. Uh, y- yeah, I, I agree. I, I like him now. Okay. Sure. That's where I'm at too. I like him now. I still get the weird, like the table threw me off. Um, Very much so. And then Matt. Yeah. I just feel uh, increasingly uncomfortable. <laughs> table threw me off, but I liked him when he came out of the table. It just, uh, he's increasingly, uh, I get creeper a little bit from him <laughs> these days. Uh, Ava Pickett, anyone else think this? Anyone else thinks this was on Monday night and was extremely disappointed when you turn the TV on and Dancing with the Stars was actually on? No, I know that this is on Tuesday. I purposely turn on Dancing with the Stars and I have a way better time watching that than I do this. (laughs) If I'm being honest with you, (laughs) I'm having a great time watching Dancing with the Stars this season. I still do get like Mondays. I still like kind of have that in my head. Bachelor Mondays, Bachelorette Mondays, but I think I'm used to it now. I just DVR it. 
uh, Justin Feinberg is Martin the first person since Psy to use the phrase sexy lady. Did Martin miss the memo everyone else got that Psy using sexy lady in such an absurdist way in Gangnam style meant no one else could ever use that phrase and sound like a badass again? I was I wondering who they were that. talking about. I yeah, I missed that. that too. Yeah, when did he say that? See, Justin always want, points out no, like stuff that Justin's the best. Yeah. He like watches it with eagle eye. But speak, that reminds me though, we didn't discuss dweeb. Uh, are we bringing oh. dweeb back? That name was calling Chris. Very fitting. Yeah, very yeah, fitting. I, I think dweeb is a great, great um, insult. Very fitting for that <laughs> yes, situation. One of the best. Yeah. Uh, Will Harrington, I've noticed ratings going down each week. If they really want to do better in the ratings, sh- should they throw whatever amount of money it would take to get Tyler Cameron as the next Bachelor? He would surely bring fans back who have stopped watching. He was widely popular on Hannah's season in a way that hasn't been replicated since. Plus, I think girls would genuinely fight so hard for him because he is a catch, which would make for good TV. I wish I hated this idea. More. My only <laughs> issue with it is that I would not be able to suspend my disbelief that Tyler Cameron is in this to find a relationship. Mm. Um, he he's going to be with that woman for three months after, and then that's it. Like that's that's the way she goes. But that's what we're getting mm. anyway, right? <laughs> I mean, I guess. Yeah, you're right. So who gives an f? Like, let's just do it. Uh, I I didn't watch his. Uh, that season and I don't really care for what I have seen of him so that that means nothing to me and it sucks that the ratings are are going down um, again I think we pointed out to some, some of the many reasons why but also yes. you know it's just not a good look when your lead is like a black woman too so that yeah. sucks mm-hmm. yeah yeah. And but uh, yeah. maybe the Tuesday, maybe the switch to Tuesday is also a factor. <laughs> I yeah. think there's a I think there's a lot of moving maybe. parts with this. Is it? I, I just honestly would throw in I I hate like blaming the I don't know how much of a factor casting is and all of it, but it kind of sucks to blame Michelle for that. Like I don't they could make yeah. an entertaining show if they cast different people and, yeah. and if they just edited it differently. So I don't know. Um but yeah, black woman is the bachelorette doesn't get the best ratings for obvious reasons, I'd say. Uh, Missy Rice, do we think Michelle is a good lead? I feel like every week she is sad and I feel like uh-huh. it's her fault. She needs to insert herself into the action, make comments, jokes, etc. She feels left out, but she's just sitting on the sidelines and not engaging with the guys. This is kind of where I kept was saying like, we're like literally, and I, I, I don't take this lightly, but like we're seeing her a lot of her trauma on display mm-hmm. and I can't blame her mm-hmm. for having those experiences. That's just the reality. So mm-hmm. I don't think she's doing anything wrong. That's just the reality of like her identity and how she shows up. I agree. I, I, I think Michelle is a great lead. And um, I, I feel like everything that she said, this episode was warranted. We, we mm-hmm. saw the men not doing what she need them to do. She's the lead. You know what I'm saying? Like she, mm-hmm. she's the lead. They need to be, uh, why are we expecting her to bend for them when every mm-hmm. other lead in this series is the main person and should be fought for? Like, I think it's unfair and sh- it's not unfair for her to demand more from them. That is mm-hmm. her yeah. right to demand more because she wants more more from the person she wants to spend her life with. And I think that we need to get away from um, blaming women for having high standards or for, for speaking for out for what they at want. All in a relationship. Yeah. 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 Exactly. yeah. 
I think this was like a specific instance, this episode, and it was going to, you know, affect how she felt throughout that group date. And then it carried over to the cocktail party. But if we remember for, from like the co- uh, cocktail parties before, um, I feel like she was really like getting in there with the guys and on night one, like so quick with her responses and like, like teasing them and like on the Rodney mm-hmm. date, like she was all in. Yeah. Um, and maybe that wasn't her first choice of, you know, who she wanted one-on-one that week either. And so I think it was maybe just an off week for, you know, her feeling sad. And I think it was, yeah, totally justified. And then, you know, we're going to go back to Minnesota. I think that would be a new energy, but Ooh, yeah, yes. I definitely think she's mm-hmm. a, yeah. a strong lead. Um, all right. That's it for questions. So, Matt and Mari, I'd love to hear more about the wrestling wrap up. Tell people where you Wait, can find Wait, I have takes from Doug oh, before takes from we Doug. get into the Whoa. wrestling wrap. All wrap right. <laughs> um, why aren't Caitlin and Tasha the permanent hosts of the show? They do such a great job and offer so much support. Do you think there's any chance a guy who was The Bachelor two decades ago and is a terrible sports analyst can offer anywhere near the same insight and care? Yeah. <sighs> so I think we still don't know for sure if jesse palmer is hosting the bachelorette as well so i would hope that maybe caitlin tasha can still have their jobs <laughs> and that they weren't just a temporary you know couple season thing yeah. remains to be seen because apparently we have two yeah. bachelor seasons back to back coming up so <laughs> for what yeah, reason why we'll must see. they torture me <laughs> um I'm trying to figure out what's more of an insult saying Brandon is built like a 17 year old or that Chris is a reptile. Also, if I could be as nubile as I was at 17, as flexible as a snake, I would be delighted. So perhaps they are compliments. Yeah, at first I took the 17 as like, oh, he's strong. Like he's young, he's a 17 year old. But then I was like, oh no, he's on the opposite team. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) To To be 17. Um, and not have back pain would be great. Oh my God. I just <laughs> felt my back. I literally heard my back crack a second ago. So um, I, yeah. I've had a headache for five days straight because of the knots in my shoulder. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So much pain. Relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, I've heard rumors that Blake might be the next bachelor, which would be a real shame. Ugh. A, I don't want to see him on TV again. B, Lisa, the squirrel owner and cosplay aficionado from Bachelor in Paradise Canada, which I have not been watching, lives right here in Southern Ontario. They could combine their love of animals and live happily together ever after. Ooh, that's new info. I hadn't heard about her. Um, um, I heard that rumor too. I'm pretty too, sure she's but... from like Niagara too, this woman. I haven't, I have, I have to catch up on Bachelor in Paradise Canada. That will be eventually, maybe. I really have to squash this rumor though. I do not think that they would go with Blake. I don't think so either. I really hope not. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Too much. Um, and then the last one, everyone seemed pr- um, to pretend to be pretty excited to visit Minnesota, but I'd really, I'd like to know from Amy if it's really that great. Also, do you think they will head to the famed geographic anomaly, the Northwest Angle, for a date to get as close as humanly possible to Canada? Oh, is that what they're there. going for? <laughs> I, I don't know. Get to get as close as to Canada as possible. I mean, Canada's great, but. You don't want to you watch what you, you say. want to go to Canada. <laughs> you no, you want, no, 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 no. Listen, I love Canada. I love Canada, and I just would rather be in Canada than look at Canada from afar. Yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah. Um, Doug is going to be really excited, Mari, that you're on this episode because he loves you and he thinks you're the best. So he's going to be thrilled. 
Shout out Hi, to Doug. Doug. Shout out to Doug. <laughs> yes. Okay, so now tell us about the wrestling wrap up. Yes. Laurie, what's the wrestling wrap up? Oh my gosh. So every week, Matt Scott and I bring bring you uh, the highlights in wrestling on the, the wrestling wrap up. We also uh, have wonderful guests from the RHAP community and you know we wrap up everything. You don't even have to watch wrestling. You could be a casual fan. You could have never watched or you could be a hardcore fan. Just come and listen to us um, recap the week with some funny people and mm-hmm. um, you know and enjoy this this whoopee 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 <laughs> Winning repertoire. You see right there, right there. That's what you need to tune in for. Tune in for Whoopi the wrestling. That's what I'm thinking of her wrestling. Whoopi Goldberg is the new WWE Women's <laughs> Champion. Breaking news. Um, yeah, and we provide a playlist of clips in the show notes each week. So if you don't watch wrestling, it's cool. You could just watch the playlist, or you don't even have to watch and you could listen to us. But we'd recommend watching the playlist of clips, like an hour and a half of clips, and then listening or watching us on YouTube. Will the teddy bears be making the list of clips <laughs> this Potentially. week? Potentially. <laughs> well, not the teddy no. bears. Oh. <laughs> no. Okay. Not at all. <laughs> but you can find us. You can find us on the Re- Reality TV Rehap Ups podcast feed or on our own podcast feed, the Wrestling Rehap Up uh, podcast feed. And like Matt said, on the, our beautiful faces on YouTube at Rob Has a Podcast. And smooth voices too on all the podcast apps. Those we love those five <laughs> stars. Um, yes, smooth, very smooth. And where can people <laughs> find you and keep up with you, Matt? Oh my gosh! I, I you never asked. Um, <laughs> well, you could find me on the Wrestling Wrap Up, uh, as Mari mentioned. You could also find me on this really cool uh, podcast, and that's the Bachelorette Wrap Up. Like right <laughs> now, um, like I'm literally on it. It right now just listen to it again yeah listen again like or just like keep listening keep hitting that like 10 to 15 second back button um <laughs> and also this week was on the rhap patron q a for survivor 41 yes. and thankfully that was dropped um publicly so that is on Ooh. youtube on rhap's youtube if you want to check that out um and other than that um i I'm not going to say what this is, but I'm working on a project for RHAP platforms that will come out sometime in December. I'm not going to say anything else now um, yet, but um, something cool that we're doing that uh, I probably shouldn't say anything else about yet. Ooh, so cryptic. Yeah, I know, right? Mm -hmm. Where can people find you? Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Mari Talks Too Much. That's two, like the number two. Uh, you'll find me on the Wrestling Room Happy every week. And of course, you can find me on Post Show Recaps. Burr, 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 talking about Insecure Season 5 for the fifth and final season of Insecure. Me, Latanya Starks, and Chappelle are talking about Insecure every week. I mean, we are diving deep into these those episodes we we swear that every time we turn on the mic we're like we're not gonna make this long it's a 30 minute show we're not gonna make this long and then we talk for two hours on season uh, on episode three so go to the post show recaps uh feed and catch us there leave five stars uh leave a comment letting them letting them know that you love insecure because um this is an amazing podcast i'm so glad to be a part of it 
And I'm so glad to be able to um, talk about this wonderful show that's really changed like my life and, and the life of all my uh, my other co-hosts. So please go check us out on Post Show Recaps. I feel like yeah, it's such it's a amazing. bingeable show too. Like if you yeah, haven't so caught good. up on Insecure, like that's a Where do I watch really it? enjoyable. It's on HBO. HBO Max. Will I cry? You'll laugh. <gasps> A lot. Okay. okay. But you okay. might also like, cry. That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I don't want to cry. I want to laugh, laugh, laugh. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. Don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> and Haley, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at strong underscore. Uh, you can check out my bookstagram at the strong library. And then uh, Grease Leader and I, we talk about Taskmaster every Friday night live on my Twitch channel, um, twitch.tv slash Haley Strong. I love it. And then you can find me on Twitter at RHAP Recapper and podcasting about Married at First Sight. It's coming to an end, but, you know, they're always going to renew it. So uh, hopefully Asia and I will get renewed as well. But we have our own podcast feed, Ooh. Married at First Sight Rehab Up or on Reality TV Rehab Up, where you can hear all of us. So, yeah, choose which way. Subscribe to both of them. Who knows? But, all of them. Yeah. Subscribe to everything, everything and leave everything five stars and only five stars if you're we're going to leave four stars. Just bump it up to an extra five. Yeah. If we're one, don't. Just don't. Yeah. And yeah. And if you're listening now, do that. But then tweet me at Matt Scotty W and say that you did that and actually have a screenshot because then I'll tweet you how how much I love you for rating five stars. Like, that's what it's all about. I forgot to go. plug my Twitter, yeah, so that was not a good incentive. My Twitter, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll do what I oh, just. Oh, said. That, excellent! Very smooth, very smooth. <laughs> I was gonna say you could get a star smooth. back, but you know now Twitter is hearts, right? So, but you know when oh. you used to like it with the star, I could save it. It's kind of the same concept. Oh. We're really dating ourselves. I know, I know but you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it would be great if Michelle just dated herself because I don't know if any of these guys are. <laughs> no, that's a podcast for another time. <laughs> Perfect way to end. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Matt and Mari, this is so much fun. Thank you for joining us. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply judy was boring hello then judy discovered chumpacasino.com it's my little escape now judy's the life of the party oh baby mama's bringing home the bacon whoa take it easy judy the Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.